Hey friends, happy Easter. I'm going to fast forward a little bit in the book of John so we can talk about when Jesus rises. But let's start on chapter 19 before he rises, before he got buried. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They clothed him in a purple robe and went up to him again and again, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And then and they slapped him in the face. Once more, Pilate came out and said to the Jews gathered there, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I have find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priest said, their officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! But Pilate answered, You take him and crucify him. As for me, I have no basis for a charge against him. The Jewish leaders insisted, We have a law. According to that law, he must die because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid, and he went back inside the palace. Where do you come from? he asked Jesus. But Jesus gave him no answer. Do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said. Don't you realize I have power either to free you or crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of greater sin. From now, from then on, Pilate tried to set Jesus free, but the Jewish leaders kept shouting, If you let this man go, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone claims to be a king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judge's seat at the place known as the Stone Pavement. It was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about noon. Here is your king, Pilate asked, said to the Jews. But they shouted, take him away, take him away, crucify him. Shall I crucify your king, Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar. The chief priests answered, finally Pilate handed him over to be crucified. So the soldiers took charge of Jesus, carrying him at his own cross. He went out to the place of the skull. There they crucified him, and with with him two others, one on each side and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read the sign, For this place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in... Aramic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate. Do not write the king of the Jews, but this man claimed to be the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, divided them into four shares, one of each of them, with the other garment remaining. 
This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, They divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. So this is what the so this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister Mary, the wife of Columbus, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, Here is your mother. From this time on, this disciple took her into his home. Later known that everything had now been finished and that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it and put the sponge on the stalk of the sack plant and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now was a day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on the crosses during the Sabbath. They asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came down, broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus, then those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and found he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it has given testimony. His testimony is true. He knows he tells the truth. He testifies so, so that also you may believe. These things happen so the scripture will be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And as another scripture says, they will look on the, the one that they have pierced. Later, later, Joseph of Amaria asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now, Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of Marth and Aloes, about 75 pounds, taking Jesus' body. The two of them wrapped it, wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden. In the garden was a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation... And since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. 
So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the stripes of linen lying there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter went along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He he saw and believed. They did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking that he was the gardener, she says, Sir, if you had carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in a a rabbit, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I am have not yet descended to the Father. Go ahead, go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending of my Father and your Father to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord, and she told them that he has said these things to her. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands inside. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father hath sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are are not forgiven. Now Thomas, also known as Demias, one of the twelve, was not the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in the hands and put my finger on the nails were and put my hand inside, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here so you can see my hands. Reach out your hand. And put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord, my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet have believed. 
Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that they may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Alright, so that's uh, finished up with that one. With, with this podcast. And you know what? It's so amazing how God died for us. And you know, that had to be awful, you know, being crucified. But he still went along with it. Because he's Jesus. And he was following his father's orders. He was following his father. He was obeying him. Lord, Lord, I pray that whoever's listening to this podcast, Lord, I pray that you comfort them, Lord. If they're going through hard times, Lord, I just pray that you comfort them. If they don't know you yet, Lord, I pray that that you touch their hearts, Lord, and let them know who you are and that you are God and you are real. And that the book, what I just read was real. It's, it's just not a book, but it's the Bible. Lord, I pray that, that they will know you. They will get close to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Friends, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I will talk to you later. Happy Easter.